So good to see you again, mate. Haven't seen you in ages. Guys, Ben, it feels like forever, boys. Guys, sorry to interrupt, but you don't exist yet in this podcast. Oh, we don't. I've not introduced you yet. Oh, no, yeah, I was just having a chinwag. Welcome to episode 13 of This Is Made On The Road. Roll the titles. This is me. I like that, boys. I like that. Right, natural, okay, so... What, boys, I, we don't exist yet. Guys, you don't exist. Okay? We've made these... We've laid down the, we've laid down the fundamental rules. And, yeah, don't breathe. Don't do anything. Okay, are we ready? Are we ready to start? I'm not even going to edit this out of the podcast. This is actually just going to be in the podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of This Is Mood on the Road. If you have never, ever, ever, ever heard this podcast before, um, maybe this is your third po- first podcast and you found us on Instagram or YouTube or whether or not you've discovered us somehow through the powers of the internet, um, I welcome you to this podcast. I hope you have a coffee at your side um, or a tea, depending on your preference. Um, I'm a coffee guy. George, you don't exist yet. <laughs> um, I am a coffee boy, but today I have a vitamin drink by my side. So... Um, I'm going to drink that whilst I explain to you what this podcast is about. We are producing this podcast from a a studio bus. I'm currently traveling Europe, writing an album, meeting up with followers and friends from the interweb, um, where everybody's kind of mucking in and getting involved in writing this album. I'm actually on my way home. Um, Last week we were in Copenhagen, which was our halfway mark. And now I'm in Germany in a place called Oldendorf, um, meeting... Uh, a guy called George K, who doesn't exist yet. And um, <laughs> we, yeah, we, we've, we've had a great time creating. Uh, the, the intention of coming back here was to actually just say hello and have a good bit of a catch up. But as always, we've got creative. We've written, uh, we've worked on a song, which is going to be his next single, I believe. And it will be. Uh, I mean, I don't exist yet, but it will be. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, it's been, it's been going really, really well had a great time Um, but that is basically what we're doing and whilst I'm on my travels I am speaking to people that are creative on the road and just I guess we're just learning about them and how they do things and I think between countries I find it I find it the most fascinating because everybody does things slightly differently Um, and I think that's an amazing thing and it's amazing to share the stories and share the love so that's what we do here at Made on the Road and that is the purpose of the podcast so what you are about to hear, we are going to talk today about um, about creating on the road versus creating at home and um, how it affects the process, how it affects us in getting in the zone and the, the ultimately the outcome and how, how the outcome is better or worse because of uh, either traveling on the road or staying at home. So it's going to be a really interesting discussion. Uh, in the news today, um, in fact, I will wait until the news, but we're going to be talking about Glastonbury and tickets and resale online. So that will be a section later on. And then we're going to leave you with who we are listening to this week. And finally, I'm going to leave you with an affirmation card, which will hopefully give you some words of wisdom to take through into your week until next week. So that is what you can expect from this show. And I'm going to introduce producer... Not only producer, but singer-songwriter. And not only a singer-songwriter, but the world's best sleeper. And not only the world's best sleeper, but the guy who I have only ever 
seen more than 50% of the time with a pint in his hand. Isaac Tyler, welcome to the show. I think that's my favourite intro yet. Yet, being the ultimate word. Yes. So I must add Hello. that we have Isaac through the power of the internet right now. He's on FaceTime. We can see him over this end. Obviously, you guys can't see him because you're listening to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but Isaac's over this end. Um, Isaac, how's time back in England? I miss you. I miss you too, mate. Yeah, it's Aww. good. It's good. With um, Yeah, it's good, man. Weather's nice. Weather's very nice. You were saying it wasn't too, it's not, it wasn't too uh, it's not nice over there in Germany. It's not too great. You really did take the weather back with you, mate. And oh, um, just beautiful. as a visualisation, I think this is an important visualisation for everybody. So last week, um, we tested out a new microphone so that Isaac could record at home. That's been It's plugged into his phone and it's all very portable. It's great. Um, but you could hear his P's and his T's and his the wind noise coming out of his mouth. So to fix that problem, I'm looking at an Isaac Tyler on FaceTime with a sock over a microphone. And... Um, Bowl's choice on the uh, the athletic sock as well. I know. I thought that. Like, um, it's a white ankle sock. And it's probably the cleanest because you never use uh, sports socks, do you, mate? I wear actually. I wear. I wear. I wear. Um, I'm gonna bypass. Oh, that Stumble said it all, mate. That Stumble Um, said it all. Anyway, I wear nothing but ankle socks. I have to admit that's an exclusive. Um, I'll tell you what else is an exclusive. Um, mainly because you've out. not done any other radio interviews, but yeah, you've got a song out, mate, haven't you? I have. So if anyone else has listened to the podcast probably heard the uh, the build up from it. But yeah, it came out on Friday, Friday the fifth of July. And um, how's it doing? How's it doing? What's your? I mean, your story on. Oh no, I've, I've just realised I've ripped my trousers. These are my favourite trousers. Sorry, diversion. <laughs> These are literally wow. my favourite trousers in the world. Um, I actually know which ones they are as well. Yeah. That's that. Yeah, I knew that. Man, gutting. They have small squares on them. Um, Fat Tony, you do not exist yet. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. I just thought I'd describe it to the listeners. <laughs> now I feel left out. Tony! Tony, sit down. Um, Isaac, how, how's the single been doing? It's been really good, man. Like, honestly, like, the response from people, like, just... I've never put music out. I've never put anything out, really, that's got that sort of response, just from, like, just people messaging and people putting on, like, their Instagram stories or whatever on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, your, your, like, your stories were ridiculous on Friday. Yeah. Like, I, I've never seen you with so many stories in my life, but it was absolutely <laughs> incredible. And um, That was crazy, man. And then just getting, like, messages through and stuff, and it the- was proper, like... Yeah, I didn't expect it to get that much. Really. Yeah, man, I'm proud of you. It's been it's been a long time coming. This this single as well for you. I mean, when did we write mm. it? Two years ago, nearly year and a half. I'd say year and a half. Yeah, beginning of last year. Um, yeah, it's been a long time coming. But but I mean, you had a lot of changes in your life. You were with a label, and you then you went with a label, and then you fell out of love mm. with music a little bit. And this was the starting point of when you were coming back on to into the yeah. music scene. Was when we wrote this song, really, wasn't it? So it's absolutely. It's quite a turning point, both in your career and um, for the future, really. No, I think it is. I think you put up a Instagram post, like, was it was yesterday, where, you, where you, you said that in, like, around other stuff, you said that in, like, terms of, like, this was the start of, like, me standing to release our falling back of the music, and then me and you writing together, like, properly. So it's quite a... Um, when you think about all those things, it's quite a... Uh, Point song, really. It's a poignant, a poignant track in our careers. Hopefully, this, the, the first of well, it will be the first of many. I mean, um, 
of, of stuff to come that's in the future for you as an artist, but also, actually, professionally, it is actually our first song as a professional unit when we were like, yeah, we should be it songwriters is. and do this together. And this Everything's is Everything's in house. Yeah, and every single song that we've done since then, writing with however many people, um, all of those haven't come out yet. Like, this is the first of, no. the, hopefully, a chain of things to come. It sure is, mate. It's quite and exciting, it's, uh, actually. But it's been it doing is. really well, and I'm really excited to share after this podcast um, a video. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post a video on my my um, my Instagram that is your first festival play of the song. And I managed to, I think, it, well, I know it cost me about 10 grand to do it, a lot of bribing. Yeah. Um, I had to hire for them some fireworks. So if anybody wants to see that um, and see what I'm talking about, you are going to be blown away. You are going to realise that I am probably the best friend ever, actually, as a matter of fact. I, I don't know what everyone's laughing at here, but if you go check it's that te- out. It's laughs of joy. Oh, laughs um, of tear and complete astonishment, I yeah, think is the only it. word I can think of. It's a nervous laugh. Yeah. So um, congratulations and you're welcome. And Thank you. Um, yeah, really proud of you, mate. So, um, no, thanks, mate. Anybody that wants to go check out the track, it is available on Spotify, iTunes, various other places. That would be I Need Your Love by Mr. Isaac Tyler. <gasps> Who said that? Yeah, where did that come from? Did you I'm hear not... that? Whoa. I quite liked it, actually. Um, I think we should probably introduce um, my favourite... I was going to say my favourite German guy, but he's not actually German. He's American, and he, he made his making... He made his break... In a series called The Simpsons, if anybody has ever watched The Simpsons, it's a small cartoon, um, normally normally played on a Friday at six o'clock, as far as I remember. Do you remember that, Isaac? Was, it, was that when you started watching it, Simpsons? Yeah, and then they started doing it every day of the week. The only reason I remember it being Friday at 6 p.m. is because uh, we used to have pizza on a Friday night after school. Every mm. other, I think it was like every other week, not every day, but that was our junk Pizza. food day, and we used to sit and watch Simpsons at six o'clock, uh, right before Hollyoaks. Were you ever into Hollyoaks? Yeah. Ugh, I'd, you'd have to, I'd have to run to the TV and turn on the <laughs> because, TV before Hollyoaks came on because you get, you'd get like the recap and it'd be like, "No, Ricky, I only went like you're like, oh, get get it off now," because then you would get drawn in. The acting is you'd not find yourself great. Being drawn into Hollyoaks. Um. It's, it's a funny one because most of the actors are not great, but some of the actors are really great. Um, at Christmas, somebody always gets killed or accidentally always. dies. I mean, I'd move away from the area. Yeah. yeah. I mean, literally, it's like... It's wh- like Midsummer Murders. Who the hell had moved to Midsummer? <laughs> that is a good... I wonder what the house prices are like. In it, you go and you go. Well, this is a ridiculously alarming murder rate for a small village. I'm not moving there. So yeah. like, if you still live in Midsummer, it's your fault. Can we just take Move. a moment to appreciate how far we've digressed from introducing a podcast we guest to Midsummer Murders? We were so close to introducing the guest. I'll let you do the introducing. Yeah. And we're talking about Midsummer Murders. I'm going to show up. It's all right. We'll just rewind half an hour because that's half an hour before Hollyoaks. Uh, that gets us to <laughs> Simpsons. Um, so this guest is hes very well known for, uh, I mean, robbery, theft, uh, gangs. Um, and he always carries a gun. Um, very distinct voice, so I would like to welcome to the podcast Fat Tony. Yeah! Hello, 
In the strip club of my heart, you held the key to the champagne room. I loved you, man. <laughs> George K, welcome, mate. Yeah, it's just um, a random quote I googled just now. <laughs> it's my ongoing joke is that I, I absolutely adore your voice and how much you sound like Fat Tony. Sounding like Fat Tony is like the, the on the side thing, but uh, it's very good to see you again, mate. Thank yeah, you for joining us. It's good to see us. you as well, too. How's, how's things? What's happened since we last had you on the podcast? Oh, many things. Um, I started a YouTube channel with my dad, a YouTube oh, series. Oh, yeah. So uh, for anybody that is listening, um, very quick update. George and his dad create synthesizers. And I don't mean the kind that you like buy in the shop where you have the little keyboards. It's like individual units. The only way we've managed to describe it is that like imagine a load of external hard drives with lots of little buttons and... Um, little swiddly knobs on it and each individual one controls like a different type of sound so if you want reverb or you want delay one of those things will do it or in your case george they're a lot more wacky than just reverbs and delays it's like all yeah. kind of <laughs> kind of sounds that was quite a good little thing yeah, that. whoa good. george are you a synth i I've always been a synth. That, that was, was a follow-up for reference, bro. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the YouTube channel then is based around that, basically. It's your yeah. journey with your dad yes. and how you make things, where you're at, and updates on stuff you're currently making, yeah? That's exactly what it is. And how is how was the first one? How was your pilot episode? Oh, the pilot episode was mental. And crazy. Yeah, I posted it. Uh, we, just, we just sat down with a GoPro and recorded for like uh, 10 minutes. I cut it down to a little less than that. And uh, the audio is terrible, the video is terrible, but uh, we, I posted it on Reddit anyway and it went, it went mental overnight. Yeah, it really did. I mean, you were, I could tell you were sat there just like on your phone replying to comments all night. All night, yeah. Which was ridiculous. I mean, how many views has it got now? Like, uh, what, it has over, over 1,200 views. It's absolutely crazy for like a first video, mate. Yeah. Absolutely smashed it. And then you got like 150 subscribers overnight. Yeah. All new people that are really engaged and, and into you. So how many episodes are you down now? You've done... We've done three now. The fourth is already recorded, and I just need to edit that. That's, so that's next coming out Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday at four thirty p.m. our time. That's three three thirty English time. You know it. Um, what's and your what's channel? The, uh, what's it called again? Just loud and clear. It is George. I need your love by Isaac. <laughs> 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 no, I, I want. I want George to try say the title loud and clear because I still can't say it either. That ah. I see what you're getting at now, Isaac. Um, yes. It's fathers and synthesizers. Yeah, father and... Ah, that's pretty, I've practised. Uh, I've practised. Father practiced. and synthesizer Tuesdays. But honestly, mate, anybody that's that's drunk will never find your channel. because no, I probably won't. How, how can you expect anybody to say synthesizers? I mean, they don't have to search it with Siri. They can, they can just type it in. Well... That's another whole. He's done you there, mate. Yeah, he's no, done you there. Have you ever tried to Have you ever tried to type after a bottle of wine? Um, Isaac, I've seen you try to message me after a bottle of wine. It doesn't make much sense. <laughs> and then you try Siri, and it comes up like, "No, Siri, I don't want to. No, no, shut up." <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Siri can understand your northern accent, Isaac. I really can't. That's that's the pinnacle. That's like the what? truth. It's the true. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like. The pinnacle of the uh, pinnacle of technology is of to understand artificial intelligence. To exactly, understand that northern accent. That northern accent. Well, you say that, right? Well, you say that, right? <laughs> the north. What's this? What? What is this? Is this? Are we? It's because you can't <laughs> harm us from the other side of that screen. Exactly. <laughs> the northern accent speaks the English words in like the the way they're spelt, right? And I probably, do you know, I've actually probably ranted about this on the podcast before. There's no R in Bath, is there? No, but there's no R in no either. Who says nah? 
No. No, you say no. How do you say no? But you said there's no R in no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's spelled N-O. No. Yeah, but no one's going no. You just literally <laughs> Isaac, I love your accent, but... Me too. It's spelled N-O, not no. <laughs> right. Are you going go for a bath? Yes, you're going for a bath. Or you... I'm trying to think of other examples. I'd like and to bring you, George you stumped, K to the witness you, stand, please. You did stump me a little bit there with the no thing. You... No more questions, Your Honour. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Um, right then, boys, let's crack on. This week's um, talk talk of the... Oh, bloody hell, what's this section called, Isaac? Talk it out. Time talk, to talk. Time to talk, that's the one. It's all right. This is our podcast. Talk it out. Okay, talk it so out. one thing we also decided was that we're not going to do jingles for the beginning of our sections. Instead, we're going to sing them live in action. Live on the air. Live on the air. That's what I meant to say. Not live in action. It's not. It's not a flipping film. This set, podcast is, it? is. It is. That's a camera. Just a over thing there. of beauty already. I know. This it's is... a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay, so after three, I'm trying to get my I'm trying to get my bearings on how I'm going to sing it. What's but I reckon we should again? sing it quite quick. Time to talk. We should sing Time it relatively talk. quickly. Okay. Um, and after... go as high as we can. You can do no, it. I think we should. I think we should sing the first two words relatively quickly, but hold the talk. Okay, and okay. we're going like that kind of tempo. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. One, two, three. Time, Time to talk. To talk. talk. Okay, well we've got um, we've oh, got a news good. section later, so we can, we can work <laughs> on that. Um, this week's t- time to talk section, Isaac. Do you want to introduce this one, mate? Seeming as you've planned this, this is your time sure, to shine. Sure, sure, can, buddy. Um, so yeah, we thought it'd be really interesting to talk about um, basically the difference between creating whatever it is could be music, could be anything on the road, um, and out. And about vice versa to maybe at home in a studio by yourself. So what that links into as well is like being out and creating with other people and what that can bring you and then creating more in an isolated way and at home or in a studio by yourself. And just, you know, we've both we've all had experiences all three of us of different both sides of that coin. Mm-hmm. It'd be quite interesting to see how we what we think is best for us and how we like to create yeah i think it's a great topic and a very interesting one obviously very relevant to us at the moment um yeah but also i mean the three of us are sat here as musicians so the next you know 15 20 minutes is going to be taught from a musician point of view but i'm really interested to hear you guys as listeners like um just a few words on exactly what you think about this because i know a lot of the people that do listen to this podcast are Drone pilots, Phil, I'm thinking of you out there, or Robin, who who does blog posts and write, writes poems and various things like that. So it would be very interesting to hear from you guys as listeners exactly, you know, your thoughts on this. But um, prepare for 20 minutes of, I guess, music talk. Well, maybe maybe it isn't, because it probably isn't going to be music directed. It's going to be... Ha, ha, ha C-sharp minor. <laughs> it's going to be hints of music. But ultimately, I think the creative process is pretty similar. So, George, yeah. when you think of this topic, what's the first thing you think of as being... Uh, the first thing that comes to mind when you think about creating on the road or out and about versus creating at home that's a tough one mate now the first thought that would come into mind creating on the road versus at home Mm -hmm. on the road you have a lot of change of scenery Mm -hmm. so you have a lot of different uh, different inspiration a lot of different ways to be inspired and then at home because you you predominantly work at home right you've got your home studio and have you have you written with other people yet 
Yeah, other a than times. this. Okay, so was that in your studio as Always well? Always in my studio. Okay, so literally your whole entire career so far has been based yeah, and, and, in one in room, my really. studio at university in the one of the fancy studios in Hamburg. Okay, so what do you think what what do you think of as being the main difference? Like what's your what's the out how's the output different? I feel on the bus, especially this bus, you feel more creative because this is uh, this this place breathes creativity, I feel. The beauty of the bus we call it over here. Yeah. It's magic. And do you generally prefer um I mean, you touched on sort of being out there scenery, so let's talk about that first. Have you, do, you, do you find that you enjoy the scenery changes a lot more, even though you've got your home comforts in your home studio? You know where everything is? And... Yeah, I think for writing music, it's uh, better to do it on the road. Okay, that's interesting. Do you, what is your writing process normally? Because all of your stuff is not digital. It uses a lot of power and it's quite heavy stuff, yeah. having all these synthesizer modules and various things. So how does your process when you're out and about, what's that look like? Um, when I'm out and about and have an idea for a melody or something, I just record it into my phone or a little tape recorder. Like a voice note of you yeah. singing, singing that. Yeah. I um, love the fact that you have a little tape, tape recorder thing as yeah. you carry around. So you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, once you've got that melody, once you've got that thing, and, and I assume this comes randomly. You might be sat having an ice cream or you might be sat walking around the lake and then something comes the to ice you. Cream. <laughs> but it's not yeah. like I mean how often do you actively go and sit in a, a different place to write like actively go out like I want to write now yeah I don't think I really have done that ever like maybe once or twice so these ideas are, are truly coming to you in a natural yeah. spontaneous form yeah. I mean occasionally when I write I just do it in the studio but then the writing starts with sound design mm -hmm. so I sit on my synthesizers and twiddle some knobs and uh, move some sliders and eventually I'll come up with an idea that I like just yeah. a sound that I really dig yeah and then I just record whatever with that and I assume that comes from not having a melody yeah that comes from just I guess the spontaneity of whatever your synthesizer whatever your equipment wants to throw at you is your yeah. starting point so when you are out and about then and you find a melody or something that comes to you What's your process then of taking that to the studio? Well, I take it um, home, of course, put it on my laptop mm -hmm. and just throw that into a logic session, just uh, see what, what the melody is, mm -hmm. play it on a synth or two, think of some chords and then build from there. So I guess it's the other way around in that you've got your melody and then you've got to find a sound that suits yeah. that. Whereas... Which is why I sometimes just sit down and design sounds on uh, one of the synthesizers I have where I can save presets. Okay, and then when you've got a melody, you've got something to kind yeah, of... Yeah, I've got some nice sounds some just lying around. Nice, I like that, I like that. And, and what about you, Isaac? Like, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think about sort of creating on the road and, and creating at home? Because it's very different for you, Isaac. You're a singer-songwriter, you have a guitar and a voice, and that's basically the sounds you have. Yeah, you're portable. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting point, because I'm not, like, I'm probably, I'm going to think of it in a completely different way, because I'm not limited by, like, uh equipment <laughs> yeah. so like it's yeah. it's like for you especially like george k you literally can't like you physically can't pick up your equipment and take it everywhere with you no like it's not actually practically possible even on a like, bus it's probably not possible maybe a small one small one because just because they eat up so much power right yeah uh, on the bus and then you're limiting one. and then you're like limiting what you've got because you and then you can only bring one synth and then you've not Got all the sounds you want. So I could like I could see why with that situation you'd just be like, well, I, yeah, it's I've like you having a guitar with, with one string on it. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. It's but like, right, you can bring a guitar, but you can only bring yeah, you can only bring it with two strings on. But uh, 
I still get a sound out of it, but it's not going to be the best I could do. do C6 you know, so. Steve made it work. <laughs> legend. Mate, I forgot about him. He's an absolute legend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think because I've created now so much on the road and at home, um, but for me, it's more about what being on the road means to creativity, which helps me create, and it's normally with the people I'm with. Yeah. And I've, I've found, like, from the like, very beginning of being in writing sessions with other people, like, how much I enjoy working with other people. And um, and do you find that when you're going travelling that it's the people that you know you're going to meet that you enjoy writing with? Or do you prefer those kind of really spontaneous, like, meeting up with someone in a pub or wherever and then being like, oh, we should make some music, and then that happening? Um, It's not really happened a lot where it's been like a like spontaneous like meeting someone about we should write some music it's like you know well mainly to be fair like at the moment now it's it's me and you writing yeah. together um but we have like i mean how many sessions with other people and going into rooms with other people um and like that's just when i'm at my happiest creating it's like whether it's for me someone else it's just like being in a room with two three four other people and being like right let's Let's make something that didn't exist an hour ago. Yeah, I remember you saying that um, last week, and I loved that when you said that. Yeah, me yeah. Too. Like just from nothing to something, and then... but how amazing is that? Like in, in an hour and two hours, you can create something that just didn't exist. Yeah, that's how the joy of being a creative. Yeah, and yeah. and Isaac, how often do you find yourself like walking around, and then a melody comes to you, and then and do you voice note stuff or? Um, how much of it is is sort of sat down you'll find a beautiful spot maybe to sit or i don't know you've traveled mm. to a new town and you've got a new studio to work on how how often do you sit to write and how often do you do things come to you um both i think i'm not i can't say i've kind of done the thing of like a lot where i've gone off for a long walk and sat down somewhere and all the lyrics have come to me i've not then used I've, when we were away last Used it as a bit of headspace of like if you're in a session you you know you can't quite get that verse out go for a bit of a walk somewhere blah 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 and then it might come out. Yeah. I've not really kind of done the thing of found a hillside took my pen and paper because it's just not the way I work. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I've noticed more and more recently at the last year melodies coming to me when I'm not writing. Yeah. You know little things. And that's just because um, you're out and about a lot more. Yeah, and also just because I'm just writing so many songs now with yourself with, like you know my own time with you and everyone else i just think like it's just now it's kind of like a knee-jerk thing my brain's going to now yeah of like it's always thinking about sounds and the next song yeah so I, yeah it's just in there so like melodies are always coming but then again you sometimes then you'll just sit down and write something completely fresh but yeah, my, my, I've got far too many voice notes. <laughs> it is a thing of sitting <laughs> yeah. down and trying to find the voice notes. And oh, I think this is the thing, like when you're at home, when I, I remember when I was before the, the bus, oh my God, I wondered what that was then. You got a barking dog. Sounded like something was dying there. Yeah, I thought this was this end. Um, oh, can you actually hear my dog? Yeah, yeah. I wondered what it was. Oh, my days. It's all right. It's a straw race, isn't it? Everyone's running past the house. Good old Tally. Straw race? Are people, are people carrying straw bales? So basically, I'll give you a little quick history. I won't waffle on because we'll get back to the topic. Since 1973, it's been a village <laughs> tradition for people to carry a bale of straw from each pub in Oxford. And they stop off at each pub and have a pint and finish at the pub at the top. That's I think there's six thing. pubs in total. Oh, and like everyone, a... the roads close and everyone just drinks and watches people running fancy dress with beer, drinking beer, more why, beer. Why, is it, why are you not there? 
because I'll give you two reasons. I need to do the podcast. Yeah. Oh, that, that makes us feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't want to be here with That's us. That's right. If you don't want to be here, mate, it's fine. Take your sock. All right. Cheers, boys. It's been great. Never stop playing. Bye bye. <laughs> no, to be fair, like, it's great. It's great fun. But honestly, because I've lived around it for so many years, the novelty wears off, I have to admit. Fair enough. That is fair. Yeah. Like, enough. When you, yeah. When you see people, when you see grown men in speedos running with a bale of straw, the first thing it's funny. A funny image. Yeah. After a while, <laughs> it becomes old news, right? Yeah. Old sweaty well, yeah, news. Like... One man with a speedo is carrying a bale of straw. You've seen them all. <laughs> it literally <laughs> becomes old news. And if it was the soapbox are... race, though, that'd be different. In the in... oh my days. I mean, yeah. is that just an English thing? Do you know the soapbox race? Box race? Red Bull. Uh, I've heard of it. They do them all around Europe. Oh, do they? So, yeah, it's, it's where, for anybody that doesn't know, they people build the most ridiculous go-karts and just send it down a hill. Oh, that? Yeah, yeah I know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's hilarious to watch. I'd, I'd definitely watch that each week. That, around your house would be perfect for that as well, Isaac. It would, wouldn't it? Yeah, it really would. And then yeah, you'd be totally outside. Would. I'm just pretending to know what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, back to time to talk. Um, what was now it? You, now <laughs> what your dog's, were talking about? No, your dog's quiet. We were talking about... Um, oh, I love it, though. I mean, one thing in particular that I've noticed is the difference in like when I was at home before I was traveling, I would make voice notes that would be um, mainly because like there would be quite a lot of sessions where I'd sit down and I wouldn't feel inspired to uh, to start something new. So I'd open up my voice notes and be like, oh yeah, that was a good idea. I'd continue that and then go on from there. Whereas when I'm on the road, I have so many ideas that come to me that I'll sit down and be able to record something straight away. Your dog is the loudest dog. <laughs> right, boys. Um, you keep talking. I actually am going to need to go throw my dog in the reservoir. I'll give you two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Isaac. See you later, mate. He's um, got books behind him. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know where he's sat. Oh, I think he's sat in the back of his bedroom. Um, yeah, so when I'm writing... I need to. I, I have. Dog. I know. It's all right. I'll turn the audio down on Isaac's mic at this point, so you guys listening to this can't hear the dog. Um, when you're writing music on the road, you have so many ideas. So my voice notes are so full, but then I never get around to the voice notes because I'm sat there always with a new idea. So then I work on that idea, and I never get through the voice notes. Whereas that's one thing I've definitely noticed has been a big difference with being on the road is that there's just the ideas. There's so many more ideas when you're out and about. You'll hear something, even if you just hear somebody in town sing a, or whistle a little melody, it sticks with you so much more than ever at home. So for me... I find that voice notes is a great thing, but I can't keep up. So I, like, that was a really obvious change to me was that the amount of voice notes I had when I was at home that I actually sat down and listened to again compared to how many voice notes I make now and then never get around to listening to. So I think being on the road for me is definitely like, that's the easy way to measure it for me is how many different ideas come, if that makes sense. Yeah, but I get that. In this bus, you just be creating all day long. Yeah, Don't exactly. Voice notes. And I think as well, like when you're traveling... You also, like you said, Isaac, it's great for headspace. If you need to go out and have a walk, you can kind of do that in a different place each time. Um, yeah. But also, it just stops things from being stale. Like, I'm still stood in the same place or sat in the same place, playing the same keyboard, writing with the same equipment. But having a different view, for me, is is very much about that. And I don't know if you feel that, Isaac, with your guitar when you're traveling around. And I don't know if you feel that when you've got, like, your loop stuff, um, your your portable gear, so to speak, George. Yeah, because I have to mention that I actually have some portable gear. Like yeah. a little uh, Novation thing that I can just write loops on and a little sampler to... Uh, sample the environment 
Yeah, and I think it'd be interesting to talk about some of this gear that we use on the road. So your when you say your your sample trigger pad, um, do you want to briefly explain exactly what that is? Like the Novation thing? Yeah, the Novation pad. Because it's, uh, it's basically a drum machine that we can load drum samples in, and it's got two synth engines that you can play around with. So you have basically three voices. One drum voice that's playing a drum part or some samples or something, mm-hmm. and uh, then a bass and a lead or a chord voice. Okay, and wh- and you trigger those sounds yeah, by pressing little these little pads. It's um, a small little black unit with uh, like 32 RGB pads on it and a little buttons. speaker built in. What does RGB mean? Like light up? Yeah, LEDs. 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 And then um, you talked about a sampler then as well. Yeah, I also have a little, uh, it's a, called a pocket operator. Uh-huh. So f- much fun, those things. It, it is. We had a lot of fun with that yeah, yesterday. Yeah. They look like a, it literally looks like a calculator, like an old school calculator. Yeah. And the buttons, rather than being numbers, are different sounds. And, and it's got a little microphone on it as well. It's got it? a so little microphone. You can microphone. literally record things there and then. So if you hear a street musician playing drums, you can just walk up to him, press a record for a few seconds and uh, chop that up to make a new beat. And then all the buttons on that then change it so it'll be an octave up, so you sound like a guinea pig. Or it'll be an octave down, so you sound really low. Um, and it will change with the timing or it'll go... Sound almost like a tape machine, like changing its timings and stuff like that. So very cool to be experimenting and be able to change sounds so quickly. It's very intuitive, very very immediate. How often do you use those things in the final uh, sound of your songs? Um, and I haven't heard them very long, so there are no final songs with them yet. Okay. But I can... Do you uh, reckon a lot of this, the, the techniques and things you, you do when you're sat there using it will end up in it? Or do you reckon... Yeah, actually, um, if you've watched my videos, that would be George K, Father and Synthesizers on YouTube. Like a professional. <laughs> and uh, the background music there was just uh, some jazz thing I pulled up on my iPad, recorded with a little sampler, mm-hmm. and just chopped that up. Very cool. So that's a perfect example of what that thing does, yeah, to to listen to the beginning of your video. Well, watch the whole video. Yeah, it's always the background music in the videos and the the, the part that gets louder at the end card. It's so different, the equipment you use, to Isaac, what you use, where it's... I mean, you're you're an analogue musician, essentially. Yeah, in a sense, not out of... um Choice. Choice. <laughs> and then, George, you're like a digital musician in a sense when you're traveling. Yeah, uh, The way that you express yourself is through the digital world, through the electronic world. And it's quite interesting that actually because, George, you come from an analog world. Like, like a completely analog world at home. Every, like you record your music to tape um, and most of the instruments you're playing have like actual physical components that make the sound. It's not computers yeah. that drive your music. And Isaac, the main way that you tend to record your music is in the digital world with me on a laptop and mm. various other things. But actually in the creative realm, and Isaac, you're the analog guy and George, you're the digital guy. Kind of, yeah. yeah. So that's re- I yeah. think that in itself is quite interesting. Um, have you guys got any other things that you really think think about when you when you think about creating on the road any particular topics or any particular things that i mean on the road you do have a lot more limitations uh, as opposed to in a full studio mm-hmm. which i uh, i like working with these limitations because limitation breeds creativity so it forces you to yeah uh, yeah be creative i with, mean with in the end you, we all have a sources. laptop with a million plugins so that's not that much limitation but uh just in the way you can't you couldn't uh g- come here and record real drums yeah and even like laptop We'll run out of power after yeah. two hours of recording or whatever. So you think of it that sense, you've, you'd have a full day in the studio and after a few hours on the road, your laptop will die. So you, you have these different pressures, I guess. Yeah. A lot more like physical pressures into getting stuff done. What about, what about you, Isaac? Um, 
I think for me, honestly, like, it's the recurring thing for me, and I think the main thing is just the people, like, cause people you're bump, not necessarily people you'll work with, but just meeting new people and experiencing new things. I think even subconsciously can't not help you be creative. Yeah. I, I just think that I like, can't not help. And I guess limitations, I've, like, literally creating the road never really run into anything that's ever stopped me or us creating yeah like there might be you know so for example if we're creating on the road on on the bus sometimes there's issues with the the bus might need charging or something like but you know or even just like if if we're parked in a city center and we're singing a yeah a ballad song I mean, sometimes yeah, that then, works in our favour, right? That's stuff that you wouldn't exactly. get. So like doing a ballad song, like one of the songs on the album with Lewis, we recorded that on a day where it was just raining all day. Mm. We tried to wait a little bit to see if the rain would stop. And then we were actually like, hang on a minute. This is like a ballad song about driving and travelling around and, and and being in the outdoors. And actually the rain then adds something to it, so which you don't get. Yeah, it gives get. texture to the song, yeah. Yeah, I think I personally like the unpredictability of like being out on the road. And, and yeah, there are times where you struggle to meet a deadline because of whatever limitations, or maybe you've got a particular song or sound in your head that you really want to get down, and it is harder to do that sometimes on the road. But then you, I think mm. the unexpected is my personal, like ultimate favourite thing about travelling and creating is just the unpredictability. So... Mm. Yesterday, we were recording one of your songs, George, working on one of your songs, and we just couldn't find the melody for the verse. It just wasn't happening. And then all of a sudden this morning after, like, I mean, I'm in a completely new environment, and I think that's why that really helped me find the melody because we were we were just like okay let's just let's take a drive let's go to the shop let's go for a walk let's get into the nature um we sat and spoke to your dad and your sister and had many different conversations between the time that we then this morning found that melody yeah and And we watched a movie which also puts in a different headspace yeah 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 and i think i think that for me the unpredictability um always i think it's the excitement of then like getting different results that most people will never be able to replicate if you're in a studio there's a lot of people that could probably replicate the times and the creativity of that but actually when you're out on the road even if it's just sounds you're collecting or if it's just head spaces it's very different to being in a studio where it feels a lot more clinical any more thoughts boys um yeah i think if anything well, I only just say that. What going into? I love going into like the experience of going into like a full-on proper recording studio. Sometimes um, it's cool. I sometimes find studios too clinical, though, like too synthetic. Yeah, well, not mine. <laughs> to go creating, yeah. like <laughs> you know, when it's like a proper, and you know, you've got vocal booth you've got the control room and stuff. Yeah. When everything's like far too clean, yeah, and there's a load of like really shiny surfaces everywhere and you think this needs a battered rug on the floor a coffee cup in the corner like it needs a bit more coziness like sometimes it can be far too like corporate yeah i think that's another thing that you don't get on the road it's like you whenever we're creating another bus room or you go into people's homes they're always cool spaces that are a bit of them yeah not just some generic studio that everyone records in and i think as well 
is we're in a changing time now where people used to listen to all these albums um, on super high quality hi-fi speakers at home yeah. and really enjoy that experience of buying an album, sitting and listening to it and appreciating the sound quality. Whereas now everyone's walking around with AirPods in their ears and mm. Apple headphones and just cheap 15 quid headphones. And AirPods on 15 quid, mate. I know, I, I, AirPods on, but they still have, I mean, I don't like the sound of AirPods just purely because it's not, it's not, they're not high quality. I certainly wouldn't no, call are. them like reference. Never, no. Do you know I, what mean, I mean, I use them in my mixes as well, like check how they, yeah. what the mix Because that's what them. people are listening that's to. That's what people are listening exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah. And they're still good. I mean, that's, I mean, I would, I would probably use them myself as just everyday headphones. And I do. They are my most used headphones. Exactly. So you listen to a lot of music on them and then you think like, how you can you them. justify a £2,000 a day studio when you know that 95%, and, and I get it, like it's creativity, it's artistic, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, I understand why people want to make the highest quality stuff as well. You want to be proud of your work. Yeah, exactly. And and, and when it's just purely about the art and stuff like that, um, but then uh, you, I think art now, as we're recording songs in the bus and we've got raindrops and other external noises happening, um, I think those imperfections make the perfections, if that's yeah. the right that's thing why to I like say. Using, that's why I like recording to tape. Yeah, yeah, because you get all that crackle and you get that, that sort of sound that... Yeah. The unpredictability, again, it comes back down to I that. I think we actually had a conversation about this on Instagram some time ago. Oh, did we? Like way like, back? Uh, like um, you had a, like a question thing and I asked that uh, question about the imperfections. Oh, yeah, because we were saying that actually one thing that I always tell people that do want to come and record on the bus is that um, the sounds become part of the story, especially as an artist. It puts them back into where they were when they recorded on the bus. So I always use Alyssa as an example. Um, there's this this great singer called Alyssa Franceschi and she she wrote a song at Byron Bay in or about Byron Bay in um Australia and she had she had a certain time there in her life that was quite um important to her and she wrote a song about it and then when it came to recording the vocals we were able to take Alyssa to a, a beach in Croatia where she was in a similar kind of vibe, a similar atmosphere. And then you've got the background noise of waves and the background noise of people in the sea and seagulls and various other things that you only get by the sea. And actually those imperfections and those sounds that come that are in that recording, um, you know, I'd like to think take Alyssa back to where she was. And it certainly made her perform that song very differently to... Yeah. Um, to other songs that she might perform. So actually, you know, to answer your question, when you did ask that a long time ago, the imperfections I think now are becoming a real interest to artists. Yeah, that's uh, that's actually the reason why I uh, decided we should record the vocals in the bus and produce in the bus for instead of my studio. Song. Yeah, yeah from, for yesterday's songs, because uh, now whenever I walk by this car park, I will think of that song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, think, yeah. think of the bus and the great times we've had here. And I guess that's as an artist the important thing that you're chasing by trying to record whether it's in a big studio, wherever you record, you're wanting to capture a certain special thing. Yeah. Um, and I guess for us, the imperfections is that special thing. Have you got any thoughts on that, Isaac? Because you've recorded quite a lot in here. As an artist, how do you feel recording in... That would um, be I Need Your Love out now on Spotify by Isaac Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> the plug master is in town. <laughs> um, I, I don't know, I think... I mean, do you find it different um, as an experience recording in the bus rather than in a studio? And if so, um, what do you like about it? And maybe maybe share some things that you find frustrating about it as well, because there surely will be some. I honestly, sorry, I'm yawning. <laughs> I honestly don't. 
I don't even think about recording on the bus anymore. It's just a thing. That's just your norm. Like, I don't, like... It's just a norm. I don't even think... I'm, you know... It's a creative I think, again, like it, Yeah, and I think, again, like, I think... It all, I think it all boils down to people as well. And I think because when I'm recording, and we're recording, me and you, George, are together recording, I... Because we work well together... Therefore, I have the license to be able to just mess up a few takes or something. You'd be like, no, you can hit that high note. Just stop being, you know, go for it. And again, so you get better recordings out of not only the environment you're in, but then the person you're with, you're in that environment with. Yeah. Whereas if, you know, there's that thing when you go in sessions with some people and you don't know them, you're trying to record a takedown and it's a bit, you're just not quite sure how they work and stuff. Whereas I think it all kind of ties into one thing. Yeah, um, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, and I think just, but I don't think about recording on the bus. It's just like, yeah, get the mic out. You know, like it's it's your yeah. recording home. Yeah and, yeah, and I guess I guess I mean that that doesn't necessarily apply to the whole creating at home versus creating on the road. That's just your experience of of where you where you're now now where your preferences of recording or at least the type yeah. of recording. Because I mean, what you've described could happen in a studio with the right people as well. Um, it's just cool that you found that through the bus and through the travelling, which is which is cool. Yeah. It's very cool. Okay, well, I, I think that kind of, uh, not exhausts, yeah, exhausts uh, kind of our initial thoughts on that. And I think it'd be really, really cool to have like an open book now. <laughs> just blooming sign. We've got a sign here. Oh, no, your sign's falling we've, out. We right? started filming like the intros of the podcast so that we can share it on Instagram. And so we've got this cool made on the road sign and we just keep knocking it over. Um, yeah, I, I I want to open the the door as such to to you guys, the listeners, to share some of your thoughts because I mean we've just had our musical view and obviously quite bus influenced because that's just kind of what we do and where we are. But it'd be really interesting to hear what you guys do for a start. Like write us an email, say what you do. Team at madeontheroad.co.uk. Like magic. They don't call you plugging Pete for nothing, do they? And. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Let us know what you do. Let us know exactly um, how this conversation has made you maybe think, or, or even maybe you haven't done much traveling. Maybe you haven't done much exploring and taking your art um, or your creativity outside of your four bedroom walls. And maybe this is something that would be interesting for you to explore. But do let us know. Team at Made on the Road uk, or you can DM me at. Um, in fact, let, we should start telling people to DM at Made on the Road UK because that's, yeah, a, that's collective, a good place to do it. It's a collective hub, and um, there are more than just myself on that. Um, the, the the emails Isaac will pick up, and he will, as as pro- podcast producer, he will see those, and maybe we can share some of those stories, Mr. Producer, uh, in next week's <laughs> next week's podcast. So yeah, definitely do um, let it out your system. Let us know. Let us know what you're thinking. But now I think it's time for the news. The Nachrichten. Are you ready? Is that how you say it? Say Nachrichten. Again? Nachrichten. That's German. I gathered. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Isaac after a night out, is it? <laughs> Saying you're naked. Uh, this is the news. Are you ready? After three? No. Yeah. One, two, three. This, this is the news. This is the news. Wow. <laughs> I thought oh, I was alone, I'm- mate. There's I'm not in the same room as you boys. I'm not. It's not. There was a delay, George. We were absolutely on it. Sorry, fact only. We oh, were absolutely on it. Hey. My house. My bloody phone phone's going off now. Oh, we couldn't hear that. No. Answer it. Get somebody on the podcast. Maybe we've got a call in. This is our first <laughs> caller. I would like to introduce <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs> uh, well, the... Right, it's Mick from Cliverow. 
We heard that you've had an accident and uh, you've, you're entitled to some compensation. Is that you? Is that true? Uh. <laughs> uh, Isaac, what is? Uh, no, I'll tell you that is. Oh, no, I'll tell you it is on the phone. Go on. It's uh, Anchor Podcast. I said, what the hell are you playing at? Your podcast should be up by now. Oh, yeah, it is actually. Sorry we're late for this podcast. If anybody's so, sorry, boys. Uh, aren't we still pretending this is Friday? What, what do you mean pretending it's Friday? It is Friday. Well, um, are you hearing this, Isaac? He's completely baiting us out. But what are you talking about pretending it's, fr- it's Friday? Oh, right, I forgot, I forgot. I just checked my, my watch. My favourite Friday, day actually. of them all. Yeah. God, fat Tony. Even though I just remembered earlier on in the podcast, I said my song came out on Friday, but... I mean, it came out today. But today's, song is out today. But today's Friday, I need your love, that. Isaac Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac, what is the news today? Well, the news on this lovely Friday afternoon... Don't forget to talk into your sock. <laughs> oh, yeah. On this lovely Friday afternoon... No, we thought we'd... Um, it's a, a hot topic, in a sense, at the moment. Is um, How do you pronounce it? Is it Viago? Vigogo? Is it Viagogo or is it Viago? I think Viagogo, it's Viagogo. that's it. Who are a ticket resale site. Um, I've just had, like, new action taken against them for... Basically, not doing enough. And when they you say not doing enough, said, what do you mean? Well, they came out and said that... Um, yeah, we're going to try to crack down on like ticket touts, fake tickets, people selling them at like ridiculously inflated prices. Yeah, didn't really do naff all about it. So now there's more action being taken against them. But and it just opens it, up an interesting argument. Is this about that whole thing? Is this legal action when you say action? Yeah. Okay, so it's not protest, although I'm sure there have been. Um, I no, imagine no, it is, this whole. I imagine this whole topic uh, has arisen because Glastonbury's just been. There's Glastonbury. There was stuff with like a. There was been some separate gigs as well where there was fakes. There was like re- like tickets being sold like a hundred times their face value and stuff. It was silly. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, I have heard of some tickets. Like I think you mentioned an Adele one, Isaac. That was like yeah, phew, like thirty two grand or something. Thirty two grand, like thousands of pounds. Somebody Mate, tried to sell that. Like. I mean, we've heard of, like, carrots being sold on eBay for, like, £2,000, <laughs> and it's made the news, so I don't know if that's just what they're intending to do, but I think, ultimately, the thing that hits me first about this these websites, because there's more than just Viagogo, um, no. it's that not only are people missing out on the opportunity to get a, a space at that concert, I mean, somebody like Adele is selling out concerts, so... There's so many places for her. She's missing out as an artist from people being there, and also... I, like I just think, I just personally think it's unfair. I don't think mm. it should be a thing. No, and I think um, I do think being able to resell at face value is absolutely fine. Yeah, there's there's, there's always plenty a reason. reasons why you wouldn't be able to go to a gig or a craft or a concert. But the idea that you can take it and then just decide what someone else is going to pay for it, but like if you're clever enough, you can just like. You can buy, people buy like bunches and bunches of tickets to things. Yeah. Like tens and tens of tickets, buy them all, and then just, and it's just, it's just not, yeah, it's not fair. No, I mean. The artist or the fan. Yeah, I mean, all around, the only person that wins and benefits from this website is the guy selling it and via GoGo. Exactly. And because I, think I imagine they'll take a cut. Exactly, because I remember us chatting and about this the other day. And um, so there used to be a site called Get Me In. Um, which was a resale site, which they always advertise themselves as like, can't go to a gig, like sell your ticket here, but, but, but like try to be like, it was, but they knew exactly what the website was. Yeah. They were owned by Ticketmaster. Ah. Oh, so, yeah, so you'd buy 
the touts would buy the ticket from Ticketmaster at face value. Ticketmaster would obviously then get a cut of that. Then put it on Get Me In at a ridiculously inflated price. And then uh, Ticketmaster would then get a cut of that as well. And then you wow. knew exactly what was going on. So Ticketmaster, and they did actually get closed down. So Ticketmaster are selling a ticket and then reselling the ticket, making stacks of profit on it. Yeah. Wow. That's just not right. That's just not right. Especially, I mean, for me, it all comes down to just purely the f- how many people are missing out on this. And at the end of the day, it mm. makes it pointless having a ticket sell day where half of that venue, that a sold out show, um, mm. is in theory people that have just bought a ticket to resell it. Well, I know Ed Sheeran did that um, like ID thing, which seemed to be doing quite a bit. What was that, having your name on the ticket? Yeah. Um, I think that's a great shout. If you have your name the on the ticket. The only thing is it did, it did... The people ran into a few issues. I had a friend who went... I think it was a family friend who went to the gig and nearly didn't get let in because they didn't have like a form of ID on them. They forgot. Right. And she couldn't prove she was her. Right. So well, it gets... It, but... If that if that solves the issue and it just becomes a thing that you bring your ID to a gig, it's just that is the thing. Then yeah, I think in a situation like that, it should be okay for people to be able to bring up their Facebook or bring up their Instagram to yeah. prove who they are. I don't yeah, think it yeah, needs to be not, official. It, people shouldn't be having to bring their passport to prove who they are. They're not trying to leave quite, the country or something. Exactly, yeah. it's but, not exactly um, a crime. But wouldn't that make reselling the ticket ticket a huge hassle if you like break your leg or something and can't go? But then I think this is when things should change. So if that's the case, then you should be able to go back to Ticketmaster, say, I don't want the ticket anymore. Maybe there's a small fee. Um, for like postage or something. Yeah, or like processing but, or but something you know, like that. But you know, Ticketmaster, it won't be a small fee. Well, this is the thing. I mean, there should be a system in place where for a genuine reason, uh, and it shouldn't be like you've got to send in a doctor's letter or something, but there are genuine no, reasons. Well, no, I think, I think you should be able to resell it whenever you like. Maybe there's a cut-off day. Like, yeah, but you'd be like, you might literally just like, I don't want to go to that gig anymore. You should be able to resell it whenever you like. Yeah, I mean, but I think there should be a limit because I think artists need to know when they are going to sell out a gig or if they if they have sold out, that, that that selling out means something. I think that needs to be a thing rather than just like everybody oh, yeah, buying tickets I mean, for the sake of it and then being able to go back. So I think there should be some kind of process, but I do agree with you, George, but I think it wouldn't be hard to bring in a process of being able to switch the name on that ticket in some way shape or form because they uh, they did that at the uh, Wacken festival a few years ago right that's the the huge metal festival that's just a few kilometers from here every mm-hmm. august and uh, they had tickets where you had to have an id and um i don't quite recall because i was there uh, as a uh, press guy yeah but uh i think many people had issues with that that exact same mm. thing you had huge lines of people uh, having to show their id and the ticket and mm-hmm. there was just issues everywhere. Yeah. I think that idea is probably the safest thing, or the, the best bet, but it's just it's just working on that to make it a thing. And I think that there's technology will advance as well. There'll be some sort of way, like, every ticket that gets bought has, like, a, a code embedded, and yeah. you can sell, sell the code to the ticket and not the ticket. Yeah. Like, I mean, it be... definitely needs addressing, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's silly. Like, it got... It, it's bad at the moment. It got super silly like a few years ago. There were so many resale sites and like it was just ridiculous. Yeah. Like it was just like a became a usual thing like, oh yeah. I think they've There's, limited it now, haven't they, to four tickets a person or something like that? Yeah, a lot of people are doing that. I'm not right, that so, I mean, yeah. it's, it's easy enough to set up a new email and set up a new address. It is, or but at least they're me. making it a little bit harder. Yeah, it's, yeah definitely. Um, yeah, and uh, I think that... Um, Tickets should still be allowed to be resold, but uh, just not above face value. That would be the best yeah. solution for this, I feel. 
Yeah. Like if you see a ticket above uh, face value and the uh, the uh, company that is hosting the event sees you reselling it for higher value, you should get a fee. Maybe that's just something. the simplest fix. Maybe everything yeah. can stay as it currently is, but maybe um, there's an increase of 10%, which is the profit to Viagogo for selling, for having the website. But yeah, it can't be more than... More than face, face value plus ten percent as a as a ticket thing, which even yeah, if like you buy a two hundred pound for postage or something, yeah, something like that. And and I mean, even if you've got a two hundred pound festival ticket, it's only going to cost you twenty pound. And even if it's something that's not your fault, like you've broken your leg or something like that, twenty pound is not going to change somebody's life. No, but it's still going to be a healthy profit for Viagogo. I oh, imagine. Yeah. So maybe maybe that is just the simplest fix. Maybe they Viagogo just need to sort their act out on. Do you know what, boys? I think we've cracked it. Yeah, well, we there we go. It. Via GoGo, listen, listen here, chaps. I'll send Fat Tony on you if you're not careful. <laughs> 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 Wicked. Um, okay, this is our. This is this is currently mine and I think yours, Isaac, and everybody that's listening so far. The biggest comment we've had is the uh, "Who are we listening to?" section because you guys are enjoying mm. discovering new music, and I think it's also interesting hearing who who we're influenced by. So, um, George, I'm going to start with you. Who are you listening to at the minute, mate? Right now, I'm listening to the uh, new album by FM Attack, New World. It's a synthwave type of thing and uh, super 80s sounding. Super right? 80s. He's got a really nice uh, studio in Canada where where uh, all the synths are analog. Everything is uh, really, really 80s analog vocoder type stuff. It sounds uh, really, really cool. Man, and that's a, that sounds like an expensive album. It probably was really expensive. He had a lot of promo for it as well. Wow. Just, just, I say that just purely because equipment, like yeah, because he has so a, like a Jupiter Eight in there, I think, which is like twenty grand just for Ooh, that one synth. Twenty grand, Isaac. Do you hear that? Maybe um, we should pay him a I visit don't. in the middle of the night. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. And I'm um, also listening. <laughs> Trying to nick. Well, we've got Fat Tony on our side. What are you saying? <laughs> Could you imagine that? If we were going to do a heist and we were going to steal something, that's what it would be like. We'd be yeah. carrying it out and you'd just hear like the distant sounds of pianos falling down the stairs and all I'll sorts. I'll be honest, right? I'll be honest. I'm sorry to interrupt, but it's just a funny thought. I couldn't think, honestly couldn't think, of two worse people to rob somewhere than me and you. Wait, who's the you in this situation? George. Like, imagine if like us two tried to go somewhere as well. Like, I, that would be hilarious. I mean, work that out. it'll make a hell of a vlog, wouldn't it? I'd be late. <laughs> or drunk. You'd already, you, you'd already be in the building and I'd be late. I'd be stood in the building, mate, ringing your phone out. And you'd be asleep. Yeah, yeah. And then George would be like, oh, let me just get this for Instagram. Hang on. And I'd be like, yeah, you're right. I'd be trying to get a story as well. Yeah. You'd be on your phone trying to get Signal to share my story. Yeah, and then all Cal would be doing would be like, ooh, synthesise. Like, not now. Come on. We need Girl, pick up the one thing we came to get. And then he'd knock something over. I'd be there with my sampler in hand trying to capture the sound. Like, Can you just stumble over that thing again? Can you just walk through that laser once more? And they just, I'd just be having a cigarette and a beer in the car and be like, Isaac, what are you, what are you doing? Come yeah, you'd be stood down there with the escape van. And we'd be like, where is he? And realise you stood the other side of the escape van having a cig with a pint so then you can't drive again and we've just got to wait there till I the morning had, until you're sober. I, I just had this really hilarious image of just us trying to rob somewhere. Anyway, sorry. Have you ever sorry. seen a heist movie? Have you ever seen Wallace and Gromit, The Wrong Trousers? I think I have, actually, yeah. Yeah, where they try and steal the diamond in The Wrong Trousers, The Penguin. That's us. That is what would happen. <laughs> We'd be it the Wallace so and Gromit is. in that situation. It's Isn't so that is. right, lad? 
Promise. Oh, my days. Here it is, lad. Synthesizer. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, I, oh, sorry, was, I need you your love, one. Isaac Tizer. Oh. Tyler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have another one. Isaac Tizer. Artist. <laughs> that would be uh, Snail Mail and her new album Habit, which just came out a few days or weeks ago. Snail Mail is a great name, by the way. It, it is. is. And it's like uh, she's, I don't know if she's from Canada, but somewhere in, a, somewhere in uh, Greater America. And it's like this very guitar-based, dreamy synth pop. Not not really pop, but uh, not synth pop, uh, indie pop type thing. Yeah, okay. She has a really, it's not like, uh, it's it's really raw, really emotional. It's uh, We've listened to it in the car. Oh, that's Snail Mail. Yeah. I must admit, her. my head was just in the fact of, isn't Snail Mail the best name? And the best excuse to to for all your merchandise that you sell to your fans to be late. <laughs> it's like the get out of jail free card, isn't it? To uh, sending your merch like within a certain time. Yeah, and she's like this this uh, really fairly young girl. Like I think she's eighteen or nineteen, and it's oh, wow. it just uh, sounds really really raw, really emotional. I love her voice. I've uh, discovered her a year ago with her last album, and uh, have been listening to her ever since. Man, so that is snail mail and FM attack. FM attack. So two very different things, but very cool. Mate, thank you. You're the first person that's had two suggestions. So yeah, all right, George, chill out. Yeah. <laughs> on, mate. All right, don't right, worry about, about it. <laughs> Isaac, what have you been listening to, mate? Well, that would be I it's, Need Your Love by Isaac Tyler. <laughs> it's very funny you ask that, Go George and George. It's very Go on. You have a new single out today, don't you? The two Gs. I'm... Two, the two G's. Yeah, oh, like GG. I'd be. I would be silly if I didn't plug myself. Go on. If you. If there's, any, would be, if there's any one I'm, time to plug your own single in the "Who Are You Listening To" section, and I mean, ironically, for the last three days. I mean, th- this morning on release day, the only thing I've listened, the first thing I've listened to every day has been "I Need Your Love" by Isaac Taylor. I'm already sick of the song. Don't Already. say that. You've got to promote it. I mean, now. no, I love that. Every time I hear it, it, no, I'm not. I actually, do you know what? Go on. Funnily enough, because we've been living with this song for a year and a half before it's out. Yeah. I, I still love it. Yeah, I, I do. Actually. Like, if I'm I still honest, put it on. As soon as that intro comes I'm on, like, yeah. I'm like, I'm excited. Yeah. It's a great song. I still song. love it. And I've been living. Thank you, mate. Well, we were playing yeah, it on I'd... the tour last year. Do you remember in November when we were going to Spain or wherever we were going? I do, yeah. And we were pumping it out to the people that were also on the tour when we had like eight yeah. people on the bus traveling. And, and so a lot of people then had already heard it. And that was November, mate. I mean, we're July now. I know. That's nearly nine months ago. Blooming it. I know, mate. It's crazy. But yeah, I'd, I'd be silly if I didn't plug myself, wouldn't I? Yeah. So um, go on then. What are you listening to at the minute, Isaac Tyler? They're also playing uh, Isaac's um, song at a festival tonight. <gasps> Oh, they are. Check out my Instagram for that. I'm keeping it consistent, mate. Hang on. We, we mentioned that earlier. Have we? Uh, yeah, we have. But that's fine. Because it's tonight. We're going to the thing. I'm going to film the video. I've already paid the guy 10 oh, grand. of course, yeah. I've already bought you, the fireworks. I think you stumbled last time and you said you'd filmed it. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. It's just it's yeah. Sunday, isn't it? I'm tired. Honest, honest mistake. Honest mistake. So go on then, mate. Isaac Tyler, Isaac Tyler, I need your love on all reliable streaming platforms. That would be Isaac Tyler, I need your love on... Yeah, on platform two at King's Cross. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it is worth listening to, oh, um, and it's it's um, it's exciting times for you, mate. So uh, yeah, you it is, plug, mate. plug aloud. Granted, there's plug your away, stamp. Mate. There's your stamp. Hang on, this this sinks over flowing. I'm hey! plugging it so much. 
Sync seven. I like what you did there. Uh, well, it was a kind of an inside joke. Anybody that doesn't know what sync is, sync is when you get a track played on a film or a TV show, and the sync is over. Fo- I like it, mate. I like it. Isaac that was just a good did finger gun to the camera. The what? Sorry. Isaac just did finger gun to the camera. I want to keep the listener informed. Oh, the visuals. I see. Yeah. What, see what you mean. Um, and also, I like the inside <laughs> joke of the plug. Isaac like, is doing a very rude gesture. Don't say what Isaac's doing now. <laughs> Okay, Jesus. swiftly moving on. I um, what am I listening to at the minute? Um, music, music. Ah, oh, Daniel Caesar is my guy this week. Yes, Daniel Caesar is an artist that um, I, I actually very distinctly remember. Isaac, you saying I found this guy today, and you need to listen to him. He's amazing. He's cool. And I'd been listening to the album on the way to your house just before you told me that. So we, oh, we both like discovered it. Yeah. Yeah, we discovered it at pretty much the same time. He won a Grammy for his album last year, and he's just dropped an album uh, this this last week, I think, or like two weeks. But it came up on my Spotify as like a new release. And Jacob Collier, who we've spoken about on the podcast as well, he's just an incredible jazz musician, played with like written with Herbie Hancock, and he did stuff. Uh, he's written with a lot of great, amazing people, and he features on that album as well. So mm. it's very good. Have you listened to it yet, Isaac? I've had time to dip in. I've heard like little snippets Bits here and there. Uh, no, yeah. And you've never heard but, of George uh, George K. George K. You've never heard of George K. Have you? No. Who's he then? Uh, he he's a guy that should listen to Daniel Caesar. But you've not listened to him yet. You've not even heard of Daniel Caesar. Is that right? No, I haven't. Um, it's not really my uh, my type of scene. The whole uh, pop thing. But I will give him a listen. He's more like more um, jazz. Yeah, no, he's I like jazz put, soul uh, R and B. Put some on the other night, didn't you? I mean, uh, you yeah, have I only been here one night, so of course uh, yeah. you, you will put one on. Yeah, it's only Friday. Um, <laughs> the yeah, we, I think we did. I think we put it on when we were playing cards or something. I can't. I can't remember. But he's oh, like, we're going to play cards tonight. Oh my days! I can't keep up. <laughs> um, Just tell the truth. He's like acoustic, uh, acoustic soul R and B, but mainly like vocalist. It's very. The album's very heavy on vocals. That so, sounds cool. Yeah, he's he's he's. He's uh, a really a, incredible songwriter. What's the name again? Daniel Caesar. Daniel Caesar, Caesar. spelled like, like Caesar, the guy who uh, that would be the S shafted. E E E Z E R. No, no <laughs> S E R. I feel like the best the best way to be introduced to Daniel Caesar is watch his tiny desk session. Oh yeah, like, I mean they, they, yeah, that's don't just they, like don't the backing singers actually cry in that? Like it's that yeah, emotional. Like, that's just wow. like yeah, it's music. insane. It's mental. Like it's just music. Like it's pure, nothing else. It's, it's pure just pure like purest music. Yeah, yeah, mate. Honestly, um, Fat Tony, please could you do me a massive favour and grab me the affirmator card so we can round up for today? <laughs> Isaac, what are you laughing at? Is a is a is a sentence I never thought I'd ever hear. Well, I never thought I'm, I'm sat hey. opposite my absolute fat, fat Fat Tony. Can you pass me the affirmator card? Opposite an icon here, mate. <laughs> that feels like you know when you know when spies like drop off things and they have like code words like. The eagle, the eagle has flown to the west this evening, or something. I feel like that's that's it for the job. The eagle has flown to the west. <laughs> I thought it was like, like the eagle fat, has landed. Fat Tony picked the second affirmation card. I'm like, hmm, I look like I'm going to stick. I'm still on. I'm still on your eagle comment there, mate. The eagle has landed at Heathrow Terminal Two. <laughs> um, I, hope I pick a good affirmator uh, card, like a. Uh, Pardon. I hope I pick another good card. Oh yeah, like um, uh, I, I might be picking a good. Uh, I think. Hang on. There was there was um, the one that we didn't pick last time. There was this one, um, which I, I tell you what. I tell you what I'm going to do. I am going to fan these cards and I'm going to explain to the audience what an affirmator card is because I can guarantee, unless you've listened to this podcast before, you've got absolutely which no you should, idea. You should be listening to all of these podcasts, by the way. Thank you very much. Um, 
Series 2, episode 12. I'm just getting up. Isaac, you had a really des- good description last week of what an affirmator card is. Um, and, okay, you pick a card. There you go. Pick Tony. a card, any card. Any card will do. So, an affirmation card, they're great talking points and a little something to concentrate on for that week. And essentially, it is a, it has a word, but it also has then a description or like a very creative visual description of that word, um, along with a picture, which obviously you guys can't see. But my good friend Jody bought me these cards and they use them at work to, first thing in the morning, they'll pick a card, they'll have a little bit of a discussion on what it means, and then hopefully they'll, well, they'll, they'll try and carry that through for their thing to work on on themselves in that day. We don't do it every day, we do it every week, and we just kind of leave you guys with some words of wisdom. So, George, sorry, Tony, what is your <laughs> card of the week? Uh, first, I will describe the picture. Cool. It is um, the head of a man, yep. and uh, inside his brain, you can uh, from the side, you can uh, see the inside of his brain, and there's a, another little man standing. <coughs> it looks like Penfold. Anyone that remembers Danger Mouse, the, the man inside his head is Penfold. And he has a megaphone in his uh, hand. Interesting. And the card is inspiration. <clears throat> very, very mm. convenient for this week's uh, topic. Yo, yeah. There is a voice of inspiration within me right now. <laughs> God, I can't. Sorry, start again. <laughs> I, can I just get into like Whoa. story mode position? Because you've got the best voice for this. I'm so ready. Come on, turn it. Inspiration. There is a voice of inspiration within me. Right now it's only a whisper. But the more I listen, the louder it will get. Soon it will be a flawless speech voiced by James Earl Jones through a megaphone with lots of applause. I'll give you lots of applause, mate. That was absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Uh, That's probably my favourite card yet, actually. My favourite line being, there is a voice of inspiration within me. That's a very good line. I think everybody has that. Yeah. Um, Mm. You just have to nurture that voice inside Actually, you. Actually, re- the more I read that, right now it's only a whisper, but mo- the more I listen, the louder it will get. That's really deep, actually, when you think about it. But it's so deep perfect breath. for this thing today. Like, as we're meeting people, we're always meeting people that have these ideas or um, just are lacking a bit of confidence. They've been confident enough mm. to get in touch with us. But when we meet them, um, there's some amazing talent. Well, there's everybody we've met, there's amazing talent in there. And actually just us focusing on what their talent is and helping them get that out there, um, the louder that little inspiration voice will get for many people. So that's amazing. So basically, this card this week is saying to... Also, who's James Earl Jones? Oh, yeah, last time we did the whole thing about Star Wars. Oh! Uh, He is is the voice of Darth Vader in the early Star Wars movies, like uh, the first Uh, original trilogy. Yes, I see you know your Star Wars well. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah, okay, fair. Uh, voiced and by... Isaac has never watched Star Wars, has he? All right, come on. <laughs> well, I've watched here. I've watched the new ones. That doesn't count. Oh, well, no, I watched We should I watch them the in spin-off. order, mate. Next time, we're, when we're down in Brighton in a couple of weeks, we should watch them. Yeah, we'll have a Star Wars night in Brighton. So, yeah. Star Wars is the one with swords, then, that, yeah? Yeah, the one with the orcs and swords. the rings and... <laughs> swords. Plumbing neck. I mean, yeah, very, like, lit-up flashing swords. You might even say they might be light swords. Light. I have got a name for him, lightsabers. What do you think to that? Ooh, I, you should tell someone about that. I'm going to tell James L. Jones. I'm going to get him on Instagram. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be like, hello, Kermit. I think right. it was James L. Jones. I'm not quite sure anymore. <laughs> well, I, I really love that card because most of them have been something that you can kind of take away, but actually this is more of a realisation and thinking within you of what your thing is. And... Um, uh, finding the inspiration via traveling. Like that's, that's our topic for this week is the, 
the finding that inspiration and the difference of working at home. So I guess in that sense, we can add our little thing onto that card of if you are normally somebody that has an office space or you work in the same place each week or you have very much a familiar pattern to your work shift, maybe that really works for you. But maybe if you're finding you're struggling a little bit to find inspiration, head out somewhere, whether that's meeting up with a friend, grabbing some coffee, um, uh, being in a completely new place whilst you do the same thing that you'd normally do in your office. Just take yourself out of your comfort zones a little bit. Don't go too extreme with it, but um, find a different office for yourself at least one day this week. If you do, send us a little picture of where you're at. I it'll will. Be, it'll be lovely to to hear from you and, and the listeners as well as you, Fat Tony. <laughs> but also, if you have a hostage at any point, don't send me that picture because I don't want anything to do with that. So will make <laughs> <laughs> right guys thank you so much for joining me on the podcast this week Isaac thank you so much for producing and coming up with a great topic um, pleasure are these topics just off your back at the minute just things you're thinking about or have people been sending stuff into the email this is just I've been thinking about but um, yeah honestly anyone wants to email us or DM us on Maiden Road Instagram about anything to do with the podcast whether it's just um, an a what if you're liking them what sections you're liking if you've got something you want to talk about um and also if you've got any ideas of what you want us to talk about so a topic you know at the moment we've today we've talked about the creativity thing but if people are listening and think I've, they've got a good topic that they want us to talk about then feel free that cool. would be team at made on the uk or or dms on instagram and check out isaac tyler i need your love now now on spotify <laughs> terms and conditions apply <laughs> George, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us again on the podcast, mate. It was and, um, so nice thank to be you. here again a, third, a second time. Mate, thank you so much for letting me call you Fat Tony throughout the whole <laughs> podcast. I really appreciate that. Um, I really like that this is uh, another long long podcast. Yeah, well, I love my now, long podcast. An hour and 13. Where can oh, people sorry. find you, George? They can find me on Instagram at georgekmusic underscore and on Spotify as George K or Midnight87. That's a that was that's a the name of the project. album. And yeah. on YouTube, it's George K as well. Yeah, yeah, it is. Brilliant. Um, Isaac, that's I hope... George space K-A-Y. <laughs> He's so on it now. He's like autopilot. <laughs> Isaac um... Tyler, I need your love on, well, on Spotify now. <laughs> Isaac, I wish you all the best this week with the with the um, single mate. I hope you get many... Your, your story was absolutely crazy this week, the amount of people that shared it. So I, I hope think the you... story is yeah, going man. to be really incredible all afternoon, all day, with the people sharing it. Yeah. Because it's Friday. Yeah, it's going off, mate. It's. I'm really. I'm very much looking forward to seeing where this single goes, and hopefully, we'll get you some podcasts. Anybody that's listening um, to the single to help you out. Did you say you'll get me some podcasts? Did I say that? <laughs> yeah, I think you did. Yeah. Mate. What I, I don't know. What do you I, mean playlists? Playlists. Oh yeah. Sorry, we'll get <laughs> you what? into some playlists. <laughs> sorry, I'm in podcast mode. Doing some podcasts. I just put it on my phone. I'm glad you picked that up because I guarantee everybody listening to this went what? <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll get some podcasts to get you into. People can actually help you get into playlists. So uh, Spotify, absolutely. Sp Spotify is based on algorithms now. It's yep. um, it's all based on how many people are listening to stuff, and I. And don't click away on a song when you're listening to it. Very important. Yeah, listen, listen all the through, way through, all the way through, even if you want to turn even it off. Even if you just don't like it, phone. just mute your phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you guys have but got a playlist, like if, if people have got a podcast that's going, sorry, bloody hell, I can't <laughs> stop. If you've got playlists on your phone or whatever, add Isaac's song to it. If you haven't, they're very easy to make your own playlist, but it just, all makes a difference. You can just make a playlist with just the one song in it. Yeah, it does make a difference. You can, li you can literally just make it private as well. Like it's just. 
It's the algorithm. The algorithm sees that people are putting songs into the playlist and it just pushes it. And the goal so. is to get you into New Music Friday in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. We'll, yeah. Let's see how we do with that. If this not, this is the thing, thing that everyone, everyone aims for like the New Music Friday stuff, but you're in and out in like two days. Yeah, like it's only out for a real, week. It's a good yeah, milestone, re- I think. Yeah, but there's some real, real good playlists that you can have longevity in. Yeah, definitely. Which but I'd be happy to get into. It's like Top of the Pops, though. Everyone wanted to play on Top of the Pops, yeah. but there was always, you know, Radio 2 was actually where you were getting most of your streams from, True. but Top of the Pops was always that goal, yeah, wasn't I feel it? Like, yeah, New Music Friday is more of a bragging right than anything. But definitely. Well, I wish you all the best with that, mate. I um, And let's hope your audio recorded mate. this time. Have what? I hope his audio recorded this time. I mean, his audio recorded... What? What are you on Full about? Stop. Fat Tony, stop drinking this beer. I don't have a clue what you're on about. <laughs> um, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you can give us a rating on any on, your, on whatever your platform you're listening to this, that would be incredible help for us. Uh, that's it. Boys, anything else you want to say? Goodbye, everyone. Um, Isaac, are you going to go join the straw race? Oh, no, I'm not. Send right. us pictures, mate. Oh, just send us a picture on the you way back. You don't want pictures. I, I'm, my next on neighbour has apparently bought half a pig. What? What? And Front half or back half? I don't know. She's an amazing cook, though, and she's, like, putting on a full-on barbecue and everything. So I might stumble over there at some point. All right, wicked. But well, that sounds that, like you've had a very good day. I'm driving what are you six, boys up to? I'm about to drive six hours to uh, Gröningen. It's pronounced Honningen. Absolutely Honningen. Before you set off, can you send me the can you send me the song you've been working on? Yeah, of course I can. And yeah. before you set off, can you send me the audio to this podcast? Sure can, mate. Brilliant. And for the rest of the day, I will be watching YouTube and just chilling out, probably. Classic Sunday, mate. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much for watching, boys. Thank I mean, you very Friday. much for joining me. It's and Friday. Fat Tony, you're drunk. <laughs> right, I will see you uh, next week, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Stay safe. Look after each other, and remember, never stop creating. Thank you very much. This is me.